Welcome to the American Slang Podcast, where we will explore language and culture in different regions of the United States. Slang is a type of informal language that's typically spoken in a certain area or by a group of people. Culture is dynamic, language is dynamic, and in this podcast, we will explore the connections between them and the way new words and expressions emerge in different places in America. I'm Anne, I'm a virtual educator, and I work for the U.S. State Department's English Language Programs through the U.S. Embassy in Mexico City. I also teach TOEFL IBT writing and speaking intensive programs, and you can learn more about those on my website. Today, I interview Hannah, an online English teacher who is a ball full of positive energy. She specializes in teaching natural English as it is spoken in everyday life in the United States. She also speaks Spanish and has been studying Chinese for the last one and a half years. I think you're going to love the unique expressions she teaches us today, and also we'll hear a little bit about her lifestyle in Houston, Texas. Okay, well, I want to get started by just saying thank you for being on the podcast. And also, I know that you are a, an online language teacher. You work with students all over the world. And I know that you're sort of really passionate about teaching English that is spoken, that's heard on the streets, natural English that's not found in a textbook. So that's kind of like what your vibe is, right? And that's why I love having you on this podcast because you are kind of a slang expert. <laughs> a lot of people in, that are living in the U.S. I would say like, so what kind of slang terms do you use in slang, right? And they have no idea because they don't notice it. But I know that you kind of notice it. Oh, yeah. Since you oh, yeah. teach it and you're a language teacher. So, right. yeah. So thanks for joining me. Why don't you just tell us kind of, you know, a little bit about what it's, I know, tell us where you're from in the U.S. and mm-hmm. just a little bit about your context and a little Absolutely. bit about you, you know. Absolutely. Yes. So I am, I've been a city girl my whole life. I'm in Houston, Texas. I've been living here my whole entire life. And I did not realize how special this place was Mm -hmm. until I would travel outside of Houston. I don't Mm -hmm. travel that often, Uh but um, there's just a lot of diversity here. Right. Mm -hmm. And It really blew my mind when I went to this small town in Georgia called Blairsville. And this town is majority, um, we'll say retirees, right? People who yeah. are retired and who are white. So I was looking around. I was the only, you know, I'm white, but like I am in Houston and I see everyone different colors, everyone yeah. different, different styles and different tastes in style, music, um, cultures. And I hear different languages very frequently, languages I don't even know, right? Every day. And I thought that was normal until Uh Uh I actually saw what it was like outside of my own city. I love that. So you can probably go to lots of, you can eat Vietnamese food one day, then you can go and eat like Indian food and explore (gasps) different neighborhoods in Houston. And Mm -hmm. how about um, like the lifestyle there? What is the, can you tell me some of the things you could do like if you visited Houston in terms of or I guess your daily lifestyle like do you go to do you go to yoga or do you go and do activities or hobbies around the city yeah there's many options of like things that you can do like pastimes yeah I work a lot and I'm in university right now so okay my time is very very limited but uh-huh. before I was teaching, uh, back in middle school, mm-hmm. I would go to hip hop class 
Oh, and cool. Yeah. At this dance studio, I would learn hip hop, but I also learned many other styles like mm-hmm. ballet, jazz, musical theater, stretch and tone, which is very similar to yoga. Yeah. So, uh, and right next to that dance studio was a yoga place. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, before that, I did track. Uh-huh. Track is pretty popular here, mm-hmm. which is running, right? So, but I did not like, I'm not a sports person, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say. Um, but you can try anything. We have a boxing place. We have Taekwondo. We have jujitsu. We have like what? Um, plenty of places, of course, like baseball, football, all of those classic American sports mm-hmm. full of those. And then the gym, yeah. I have a workout place that I can go LA fitness. Oh yeah. My dad was recently telling me he pays $10 a month to go to that gym. I was like, wow. I don't know if it's because, in, and I was like, is that because you're old, an older adult? And he said, no, it's like that for everyone. Oh, $10 a month. Noticed. I was like, eh, that's really cheap. <laughs> yes. I'd love to. I wish I had the time. Really do. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I spend most of my days at home. And if I'm not mm. at home, I'll go to the grocery stores. I have mm-hmm. many grocery stores near me. Everything is yeah. very accessible. Starbucks. Uh-huh. I have like, I'll <laughs> say maybe mm, six Starbucks within oh like gosh. five minutes driving distance. Yes. Yes. Starbucks is delicious. I love, <laughs> I, I love their green tea latte. Oh, so I good. What yeah. do you usually get when you go there or do you just avoid it? Cause it's like $4 <laughs> a cup of coffee. <laughs> yes. And until I like, I remember I would go there like every once in a while. And then I would watch these videos about how much sugar is in a Frappuccino. I'm like, yeah. Whoa, Whoa, this is more of a dessert than a coffee. What is this? And then they have these financial videos about like, if you spend $4 on a coffee per day, then this is how much you spend per month. And then you calculate it per year. And then you're like, whoa. It adds up more than you can imagine. And I would see these girls um, because girls are like the ones who love, love Starbucks. So at Uh high school, you just see these girls sipping their Starbucks and they're like, yes. And I'm just like, man, you go there like all the time. How do you like who's paying for this? You or your parents? <laughs> like a lot of money right there in yes, one week. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like a great city to live in. I know a girl from Spain who went to Texas as a teacher and because they hire Spanish teachers. And she actually went to Dallas though. But she said the same thing. Like it's extremely diverse. She said there's she met people from all over the world and she just fell in love with the diversity in the city, which is, you know, I've never been to Texas, but she said there were so many things to do. It was was just it was amazing to meet people from all over she said like you were saying there were like engineers from india and there were you know people from all different countries you know yeah definitely yeah, for yeah. sure engineering is really like the hot thing here because yeah. houston is known for oil and gas oh, so really? that yeah yeah and so yeah. we have a lot of engineers here mm-hmm. um for sure yeah that's like Interesting. our main and so you decided not to go into the oil and gas industry because you <laughs> fell in love with teaching <laughs> i was it- pays so much more <laughs> right honestly i i was almost on the verge of oh, really you know, going into the engineering field oddly enough because yeah. they offered this engineering class in middle school mm-hmm. um, for high school credit and i was like okay get a high school credit and then i actually liked engineering Ooh. but the second class was so boring uh-huh, and i asked uh-huh. myself do i really see myself sitting in an, a cubicle in front of an excel spreadsheet uh-huh. every single day and i just don't i don't because i'm I way too too expressive, creative, and engineering is very bo- inside the box thinking. Uh-huh, uh-huh, very uh-huh. one plus one equals two, and no yeah. ex- 
expressive creativity with that. Uh, and yeah. now you get to kind of like shine, your personality comes out, you meet people from around the world and yes. sort of share the beauty of the English language with people from around mm-hmm. the world. That's so cool that you kind of found your passion in teaching. Oh, yes. And yes. money is not like money is the least of my concerns when I have such beautiful mm-hmm. things like that coming mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. 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 It's priceless. Absolutely. Exactly. So today I want to talk about some slang words that we could hear that we let's say we travel to your city. What are some words we might hear if we venture there that could be kind of heard in the streets or that we might because I know a lot of people go to the US or even Americans, they travel to different cities. And that's when they start noticing the slang because that those words may not be in their cities or they might not hear them in other parts of the US. Yeah, we do have like special slang that has originated from here or at least the state of texas and has spread so much and it's really funny because a long time ago i made a tiktok video this was when i had tiktok i was like a long time ago you got you deleted tiktok it was taking too much (laughs) of your time you were too i was attracting an american audience i was like everyone speaks english here why am i why am i doing this so i made this video talking about the word y'all now y'all is for you plural so anytime you're addressing a group of people or talking Uh about you know more than one person you can say y'all instead of you guys so i made this thing talking about oh yeah we use y'all in the southern area i showed a map and i said oh like these people use y'all but then i saw that like that video went super viral and thousands of comments like oh i'm in new york i say y'all too oh i'm in michigan i say y'all too i'm in seattle and i say y'all as well and i'm like amazing Oh my gosh, I thought it was only in the South. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you could say something like, right? It spreads. So like, I did not realize that. Because mm-hmm. so that was could- something I heard my brother, my grandmother say all the time in Mississippi, y'all. And it was, but now apparently it's spoken as like a an, an alternative to, to you guys. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. So instead of saying, hey, you guys, how's it going? Mm-hmm. You could say, hey, y'all, how's it going? Yeah, what's up, y'all? And it just sounds good. And it just, (laughs) it's more inclusive. I don't know. I love it. I love y'all. I feel that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, another one we have is fixing to. Fixing to. Yeah, fixing to. Yes, yes. (laughs) But you don't pronounce it like fixing to. You pronounce it fixing, fixing to. Fixing to. Yeah, Yeah, fixing fixing to do this. So it would be like, I'm fixing to head to the store to pick pick up some groceries. Uh-huh. Fixing. So we're not actually fixing anything, but yeah, we are going somewhere, going to do something. This is like a future action. Yes, and- I absolutely love that slang word. Do you do you feel like you just grew up hearing that? Because my southern relatives say that all the time. Like I'm fixing to do this, fixing to do that. And when I went to the south for the first time, I, I heard that kind of language, and I was like, "Whoa, fixing to what?" Uh-huh. <laughs> it's yeah, it's true. You well saying it I did definitely yeah. because my mom's Mexican. She's been uh-huh. living here uh, for thirty something years. Wow. So she's been in she's been in here longer than she's been in Mexico. Oh wow! And uh, so, so are she, you like first generation? Yeah. Well, or... she actually I'm actually adopted by her. Oh, I'm actually okay. Adopted by her. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So she uh, didn't. Well, she learned British English in school mm-hmm. in Mexico. Oh my gosh, that's really different. shocking. Right. Right. <laughs> she came here. She was like. Like, what is going on? I am so yeah. 
Yeah, the pronunciation is so different. The she mm. describes it as like bees in a mm. beehive. Like blah, 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 blah. Mm. that's how she felt we were talking. Because here in Texas, we mix our words mm-hmm. a lot more than I think most other states. Yeah. It's kind of sing-songy English. Like it sounds more like a song yeah. that's being sung, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. This accent, the southern is yeah, yeah. For sure. And so my mom got comfortable with how we speak here. And she Mm. uses fixing too. So I remember recently she was on the phone uh, complaining about, um, I don't know, the community, like to the HOA, it's a homeowners association for the Mm -hmm. listeners who don't know. She was complaining on the phone saying, I'm fixing the, I'm fixing to do something serious Uh here. I'm fixing to do something serious. If you don't fix my problem, I'm fixing to do something. And I was like, yes, mom, you got this. Anytime we say that we're about to do something, oh, about to is another kind of slang phrase, uh-huh. something that you're going to do in a short period of time. Yeah. You could say, yeah, fixing to do this. I'm about to do this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, well, and you could also like, if you're in the kitchen or something, you could be like, I'm fixing to make pancakes, right? right. Like, I'm just, I'm going to go make, I'm going to go cook something in the kitchen. Or I'm fixing exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, what you doing? Oh, I'm fixing to make some pancakes. Yeah. I'm fixing mm-hmm. to make some. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. think it's primarily southern slang probably i would think so because I, yeah, I i didn't yeah. hear it in the midwest very much or in other parts of the u.s as much so mm-hmm. yeah that's a really fun one and so yeah. maybe people who travel to texas may not like feel so comfortable using something like that at first but then if they hear they kind of know what it means they're gonna be like oh mm-hmm. that's something you will not find in a textbook right <laughs> exactly no you will not for sure you're absolutely right. Because like yeah. what you're saying, it's a word that's used for to fix something like fix to, mm-hmm. you know, to mm-hmm. maintenance, car maintenance or something. Mm-hmm. But then it's right. changed to meaning to a future action. So yeah, yeah, really interesting. Exactly. I don't know how it came. That's the thing mm-hmm. with slang. We don't know how, who invents it, how yeah. it comes out and how it's related to fixing something. It does, there's no correlation, but slang is very random like that. You just yeah. have to trust it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And so tell me, I know that you're, you're, are you into cars or I know like you cars, you have a slang car term. Uh, I think that when this would be like a good segue into the car slang, but it doesn't have anything to do with cars, but it's still referring to a car part. Right. 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 So in a car, there's something called the clutch, the clutch, which how do I describe a clutch? It's what you, I don't drive an odd, um, a manual. Yeah. Yeah. You drive an automatic car. Yeah. 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 So I heard you, it's really hard to buy anything other than automatics now in the u.s true (laughs) yeah because we have stick shifts in europe so it's like it's like okay you have the brake in the middle and then the clutch is to the left and then there's the Mm. accelerator to the right Ah, the gas like you would accelerate on the right and then the clutch is all the way far left but Ah. on an automatic car you only have two right right correct you just have like the brake and the accelerator or Mm -hmm. is it would you call it an am i using the right term no the yeah, I, we say the like pedal, we hit the, the gas. Yeah, the pedal, the, the gas. gas pedal. Yeah, the gas pedal. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. This thing. <laughs> right. I got you. We connect. Yes, to using different ways to express the idea. Yes. That's language. That's English for you. So it's this phrase come in 
clutch. That's the phrase, come in clutch. Now, how does it correlate? We, there's yeah. no correlation, really. So I'll just give some examples here to express the idea. Hopefully, mm -hmm. the listeners can figure out what it means. Let's yes. see. So my first example is, oh, I forgot my laptop charger at home, but my coworker came in clutch and lent me hers lent Ooh. me hers yeah right it's kind of like say like saved me like someone yeah. helped me out somebody kind of Ding. solved exactly. my problem or yeah. in the nick of time kind of really helped in me the out nick of time how about yeah. that another another phrase yeah. for it. yeah so yeah. at the perfect moment the the problem was solved mm -hmm. came in clutch so you can say yeah. the, a person came in clutch um yeah we usually refer to the person that yeah saved. the person yeah came in clutch can you when do you remember the first time you heard it being used oh my brother my older brother uses it a lot and so i feel like uh i don't know maybe when i was like going into my teenage years he would use it a lot and i was like coming clutch and then when that's the thing with slang you first hear it and it's like so confusing you don't yes. know it's foreign to you but then you hear it again and again and maybe it comes up in a tv show comes up uh -huh. in a movie i'm like oh i get it now i get it now mm -hmm. um so yeah i would say it started coming up when i was like um maybe back in 2014 i don't oh, yeah. know if that's when it was uh -huh. it first so it's, started. Been around, it's been around for a while around. it's mm -hmm. not like a completely new slang word okay right yeah yeah do you think it has anything to do with the car because when you use the clutch like you're pressing it in like i don't know in terms of the car Perhaps. vocabulary yeah, I mean, the clutch is a necessary part of the car i guess it ah okay that could know. have some correlation yeah some correlation i don't know mm, yeah perhaps. <laughs> so basically it's like I go I'm in a I'm in a really tight situation it's a stressful something bad is happening to me maybe let's imagine my tire go is flat and I have to pull over on the side of the road oh. somebody would help me out and they would come in clutch and I would be like you came in clutch exactly that's the perfect moment to use yeah, that phrase like oh you came in clutch so i would use it like that like you came in clutch right <laughs> exactly yes. like oh thank you so much you you really came in clutch uh -huh, uh -huh. at the perfect moment yeah, i needed mm -hmm. yeah so it sounds like you mainly use it in the past tense like you're gonna say like you came in clutch yeah perhaps well let me you, think. you wouldn't be like you that really comes in clutch something like you wouldn't Mm, I don't usually clutch. hear no. it like that. Yeah, it's like past usually. tense. I came in clutch. Uh -huh. first, yeah, yeah. Or maybe I hope, I hope he comes in clutch. Maybe you're hope wishing that some perfect moment can oh, happen. Yes, yes. Like if you're yeah, in a bad situation, right? you could be like, I need, I hope he comes in clutch, this person to come solve this for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I just called my friend, like, hey, like I need your help. Oh, I hope he comes in clutch. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. That works. That's really too. fun. It's, it's something I've never heard yeah. before, but. Yeah, really cool, really cool slang. Wow, and maybe yeah, people, absolutely. like I said, slang, it's really advanced. And so to use this in conversation takes a while. <laughs> I think it takes a while oh, of hearing it multiple times and then hearing how it's used, right? To Before you feel comfortable oh, using yeah. it. But if you know right. what it means, that's just huge. If you understand the meaning, it helps you. Yeah, it does take time and it takes repetition because uh -huh. from the first try, it's very easy to misunderstand slang. It's like, uh, uh, uh what? What does that? What does that mean? So, <laughs> I'll I'll flat out ask, uh, what What do you mean by that? Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you mean by tight? 
tight. Like, oh, we're uh-huh. tight. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Like, if I if I heard someone say, for example, my friends and I are so tight. Uh-huh. Tight. Tight as in, like, you, you can't move? Or what does that mean? <laughs> so that's a new slang. Well, not new. That's pretty old. But it's another slang that we uh-huh. use if we are describing a really close relationship. Yes, yes. Close relationship. I love that one. And um, (laughs) yeah, it's like, we're so tight. We're so close. And it just says sometimes what I like about slang sometimes is like, it says so much by saying so little you know true like instead of like making this long phrase about how close we are and what close friends we are you can just be like we're tight we're tight exactly and that <laughs> says it easier. all yeah it says it all <laughs> yeah i like it cool. you could say like oh hey do you know emily oh yeah we're tight we're mm-hmm, tight mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like slang is something that's worth kind of like learning about or do you feel like it's just kind of a waste to learn about slang oh, a waste of time I- I feel that if the if a person's goal is to build a closer relationship, a friendly relationship with an American, uh-huh. slang is like the key to unlock that door yeah. because it makes the conversation more friendly. Yeah. It adds some comedy into it. Uh-huh. It's relatable. Uh-huh. And, and it's, it's more- kind of funny. You could make someone laugh, maybe. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's right. I feel that. I do feel that it just mm-hmm. breaks the ice quicker. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And slang is kind of one of those things where it's just fun. It's just really fun. Like it's playful. It's creative. It makes speaking kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it like, is, ooh, it's a like s- a secret language behind the English language. It's like, ooh, <laughs> get to know some secret things. This is interesting. I didn't think about what are you thinking of? I'm going to ask chat GPT to help me out. Oh, yeah. Like what's a good slang? <laughs> Oh yeah, this is super interesting because lately everyone's talking about chat GTP, which is it's G-P-T. hard to say. It. Yeah, Jesus Christ, I have to like look at it. It's GPT, <laughs> right? right? GPT. Yeah, yeah, that's easier to say than GTP. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. GPT. <laughs> GPT. <laughs> everyone's talking about it today, and I watched a YouTube video about chat GPT on like can can this create a cool story or do humans still write better stories? And the <laughs> they ha- the. The YouTube video, the guy hosted this literature, kind of like this PhD in literature and literary analysis analysis. And he said, Chad GPT is never going to be able to mimic the suffering and like the personal experiences that we have felt that we can express through literature. So like it's going to be missing that it's going to be missing those personal details or something like that, which makes sense, you know? Yeah, it's true. but it's true. Today, I was just like using it, just playing around, like, write me a story about this or, you know, because I, I teach some students in Mexico. So I was like, write, write me a quick folktale using like a Mexican folktale uh-huh. with 200 words or something like that for wow. my students. And yeah. it was it wrote me a cool little tale. It does. It's yeah, like, like you're using it. It sounds like you're using it for your classes. You're using it for ideas. You're using it just to brainstorm, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's amazing. I purchased the twenty dollar premium. You version. did. What does that get <laughs> yeah. you? So like, um, I use ChatGPT like I ask probably like a hundred questions every single day. I use it so often. Oh um, and. When I before they released the 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 premium subscription, mm. I would always run into the situation of oh we're at capacity oh at capacity you can't use mm-hmm. it 
and I would get really irritated. I'm like, I need oh, it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I would use it. They in- only let you search a, a few things a day. And then the paid subscription was like unlimited searches. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's okay. right. So, so do you use it to like for your teaching, for example, would you search like conversation questions about this or. Yeah. Conversation questions. I even say like, um, like we'll have like a, a make a dialogue, make a casual dialogue between oh, yeah. two teenagers where one of the teenagers is having some some problems uh or whatever i create some or maybe generate a list of role plays or generate a list of like um work situations like i today i did like a conflict between co-workers Uh uh-huh uh-huh we did a dialogue interesting look at the phrase it makes preparation pretty easy and fast then yes you're getting a lot of ideas Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really cool. You're like a huge fan of Chat GPT. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I see that. Yeah, you've made some videos about it and stuff, right? Yeah, I did because I'm it's, just so fascinated by it. I really, it's a hot topic. It's a really hot topic. It's everywhere. It mm-hmm. And look, I just made this podcast ending. I said, make a podcast ending using some of these slang. Y'all oh. fixing too about to tight oh i should have added come in clutch oh Ooh. yeah come in clutch come in clutch i'll remake it i'll remake it i gotta <laughs> retype it so come in clutch let's see come in clutch and then let's see what, what... i want to know if it's going to be like we're fixing to in this podcast we're fixing to close <gasps> out here we're oh. fixing to say goodbye yeah. to y'all oh my I gosh think, you're yeah <laughs> yeah it's you're right to this conversation right now though <laughs> Yes. It just dictated what I said. <laughs> yes. It says, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the podcast, y'all. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on the topic. We're fixing to wrap it up now. But before we go, we wanted to remind you that if you're about to take on a new challenge, don't forget to stay tight and keep pushing yourself. And if you need a little extra help, remember that your friends and family can always come in clutch when you need them. So until next time, take care and keep on keeping on. That's sick. That is a sick podcast ending. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing is that like the use of tight was kind of off. Yeah, it didn't really use it accurately. (laughs) That's the thing. I do it with guidance. I guide my students like, oh, it didn't use this one accurately. Let's Uh talk about that. Uh-huh, yeah uh-huh, so uh-huh. but i love it I, I it was really I, it's a fun way to end just kind of bringing yeah. all the words together and also the it came up with wrap it up which is like this idea of wrapping up a gift or wrapping up closing out which is kind of another slang word another kind of colloquial way of saying close close it up end it up right well i see your camera is Come like slowly oh you're thank you so oh, yeah. much for doing this podcast okay. with me it was really fun to talk to you about houston slang and just the culture of the city and learning some new words from you and getting to know you and meet you and i really hope that this <laughs> podcast episode connects with your audience and that your listeners also love it and that some of my students also find it interesting we kind of want to motivate people to learn about american culture go beyond just thinking about America as this like, you know, McDonald McDonald's country or something like that. It goes beyond that. There's just so many more layers. There's so much more depth <laughs> to American culture, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. And I really appreciate you having me on. Such an honor, such an honor. So yeah. I hope the listeners have learned something and become more um, open-minded to America and more excited to coming to America if, if possible. Yeah. And even if people can't necessarily travel to the U.S., 
at least they can kind of get to know this fascinating culture through podcast episodes like this and through language and through culture. I think it's really an interesting kind of connection, the way, you know, new words are formed and all of that. Well, that was a lot of fun. I'm so glad that you listened to the Houston episode. And the next episode will probably be about slang in Louisiana, or I'm thinking of also interviewing someone from Seattle, Washington, or Maine. So if you have a preference, let me know. I would love to hear what part of the US you wanna hear about. And talk to you soon. See you next time, everyone.